This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey brothers, look at that car over there. It is sweet. What do you say we take it and get in and go for a ride? Right, hold on. Children, go back inside. It's nap time. Sit down, shut up. First of all, why do you call me brother? I'm the only one picking up the car all the time. My God, my brother, don't be a wimp. Both of your pussies. I'm going to tell you something. When I punch you in the asshole, you're going to fly to the moon. No, you're going to fly to Mars. You will do nothing of the sort. I'm going to flex my taint. I'm going to flex it on your nose and do 12 repetitions with your nose stuck to my scrotum. Why are you threatening me with violence? I'm just trying to steal a car. Don't you understand? The girly voice, you sound like your French Arnold Schwarzenegger. Shut up. Hurry up. Get in the car now. You don't tell me what to do. I'm going to get it. And I'm going to take this and pump it up. Pump it up like iron. You're not even that tough. Both of you pansies don't know what means to pump something up. The only thing you know how to pump up is your peanut pump. Don't listen to me later. I'm going to come over there. I'm going to get my camel arms. I'm going to wrap them around you. I'm going to choke you out with my biceps. They're now 25 inches. Yep. Roll the window down. It smells like weed in here. I don't know whose car this is. It's probably that long-haired pansy named Chang. I'm going to wrap both of you silly pussies up into a cigar. And I'm going to smoke you while I'm hitting it in a hot tub. It's going to be fantastic. The only thing fantastic is what we're going to do right now as we go back. Back to the 80s. Let's do it. Let's get into the 80s now. Do it now. Do it now. Hurry up, start the car, sit down. Do it, do it, do it. Hasta la vista, baby. To the one and only Back to the 80s Radio. We're here on another Friday with you, just as we are every single time that we get together. And of course, we're not alone because we can't do this show by ourselves. With us today is a man who claims to be the father and son of Robert Smith. He's also been seen back in the 80s playing handball with George Michael. He is referred to as the Chang. Oh, thank you, thank you, one and all. Tusky, my right-hand Italian friend. The only Italian that I call brother besides Chef Boyardee. Many lonely nights me and the chef spent together. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to Back to the 80s. And I want you all to know, if you ever decide to turn us off, I will personally get an Uber ride and put my Will Smith glove on and look for you. Now, Toscano, how are you doing this fine evening as you're doing in the location of the beautiful Southern California side of California, the sunny side where everything meets and everything is rosy, where people greet you with a smile because they don't know if a camera's on. That's right. We're doing pretty good, man. We're doing pretty good. I want to give a special shout out today to all those people who are making Back to the 80s such a, a, a popular show. Thank you, each and every single one of you. If you're listening to us from every state in the United States, if you're listening to us from Australia, from Germany, from Moldova, believe it or not, a lot of listeners in Moldova, Spain, and anywhere in Europe, a big shout out to the people who are going through so much in Ukraine. Keep the faith. Keep the fight. A big shout out to our listeners on every single platform, such as 
Pandora, such as Google Podcasts, iTunes, iHeartRadio. We love you guys. We want to give a special shout out to everyone that does not respond on our Facebook page, who is a dear friend, and everybody out there that is trying to cause trouble on our Facebook page or many Facebook uh, pages. A shout out to you. Oh, a special shout out to Dave at Totally 80s Bar and Grill. Yes. And Toscano. Join me as we say thank you to all those individuals that press the thumb down. Today is going to be a great show. We have with us in studio to talk about a very special project. We have Dave Zamora from the YouTube channel Dave's Archives. If you've ever watched on YouTube 80s commercials and you've got the, the, the nostalgic feeling and you just love going back and watching those 80s and 90s commercials, Dave's Archives is going to be with us today. Dave Zamora. I, I turned my wife on to Dave's uh, uh, channel and uh, my wife is a big 80s lady, of course. She had the big hair. You know what I mean? She had the... Uh, my wife used to look like Paula Abdul. She still does, but, like, she's Mama Paula Abdul now. Yeah, yeah, no, still no. sexy. I don't know Jinx. if she'll still dance the way she did. You know, I haven't got her in enough vodka to see if she can dance. Yeah, if you haven't seen a picture of Mrs. Chang, look out. This is Back to the 80s. We're going to be right back with Dave Zamora from Dave's Archives. So stick around. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Shadow Stevens, and you must listen to Back to the 80s Radio. It's the law. I want to talk to you guys briefly about a podcast called Too Legitimate to Quit with host Annie P. Ruggles. Annie started the show because entrepreneurship is beautiful, but at the same time, it's a horrible marathon, and it's hard to stay motivated. So that's why Annie is running a pop culture small business strategy show to prove that inspiration is everywhere. Now, what can you expect as a listener when you're tuning in? Well, that's easy. The show provides instantly actionable small business marketing, sales, and mindset strategies. So 80s lovers will especially love the Back to the Future, Murder, She Wrote, Revenge of the Nerds, Uncle Buck, Coming to America, and Brett Michaels episodes. Now, where can you find the Too Legitimate to Quit show? It's available everywhere on all major platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and at TooLegitimate.com. Hey, some of you remember the 80s vibe, right? Well, it lives loud and proud on Back to the 80s with my pals Toscato and Chang. Commercials bad. Music good. Now with zero commercials. Please help support and send your donation today. We are going back to the 80s. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is the ever so wondrous, the legend in my own mind, the Chang of Toscano and Chang. Now, please put your children to bed and everything else that gets in the way. Your ears are due for a treat, for we are taking a trip back into the 1980s. You are listening to Back to the 80s. We have a very special guest who is going to take you that much deeper into the minds and memories that made you smile before all the BS of adulthood, before your children bothered you, before the alimony checks had to go out. Welcome, Mr. Dave Zamora. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> I've never had a, a grand entrance like that. Red carpet. Thank you very much. For those of you who just joined us here at Back to the 80s Radio, we've got Dave Zamora from Dave's Archives. You know him from YouTube. He's got a big channel on YouTube where they transfer, they archive, they preserve classic memories, commercials from the 70s, 80s, and 90s, and they basically share it with all of us. So we're very fortunate to have somebody like him pioneering something like this. I was watching the movie Demolition Man with Stallone and Wesley Snipes. So there's a scene in there where Sandra Bullock is in the car and she and her uh, co-worker, other police officer, they're singing commercials. I started thinking what we used to hate back in the 80s, because if there's one thing we hated were commercials. I mean, we despised them. And lo and behold, now for all of us who like to reminisce about the 1980s, Dave from Dave's Archives has brought those memories back. And now we are fulfilling the prophecy of the movie Demolition Man. It's definitely a trip. It's been a journey, but it's definitely a trip. Every time I, I crack open a VHS tape and I start unloading its contents, it's it's every time. It's like, oh, man, 
I remember that. Oh, what am I going to find this time? You know? And, uh, I absolutely love it. I, I, I never, it, funny thing is I've been doing this for what, 10, 11 years. It just, it doesn't, it really wow. doesn't get old. And I love, I just love seeing this old stuff, man. It's awesome. Especially, you know, you never would have thought commercials, you know, exactly. and uh, when you start seeing them, it's like, okay, I'm going to look for old shows that, uh, you know, I, maybe I remember these old shows, maybe, was, maybe some Saturday morning cartoons or something. Maybe I'll get lucky. And then you see the ads and you're like, wait, wait, hold up, hold up. I'm not going to fast forward through these ads. These, these, I actually remember these ads. This is freaking awesome. It's pretty badass. I, I don't remember that. I, I think that scene you're talking about was, were they in a car? Yeah, they're in a car and they're both singing some raunchy song. Something, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like this. Here's that classic you've all been waiting for. The number one request of the day, Armor Hot Dogs. Kids eat Armor Hot Dogs. Oh, wow. This is my fave. It's funny how we're doing the same thing now. It's more than watching uh, an old movie. I think there's more of a closeness to whatever we're watching, whatever commercial, because we were very intimate with some of those products, right? Whether it be the the gum or the Coke or whatever it was, that actually became really a part of our life. Let's backtrack a little bit. What were you doing before the YouTube channel? How did that all start? Yeah, so I got out of the military in like 2001. And then after that, I was, I, I've always been like, I get it from my parents. I, I always go to thrift dress stores and antique stores just to find old, old shit, you know, stuff that is like before I was born record players, just this really cool stuff. I just found it fascinating. And during that time I discovered, you know, dead media. Like, so like in around 2007, 2008 CED discs, laser discs, things like that, that I, I, I kind of recalled like CED disc. I didn't even know about. I found out during that journey, I guess you could say. And I was just curious. There were just curiosities for me. So I, I picked them up, see if I could salvage them, make them work. And it, I just, I, it was like I was obsessed. <laughs> and so fast forward a couple of years later, I mean, going through some VHS tapes that I had, you know, they're up in the attic or whatever. My dad had some a box of tapes, too. I didn't have anything to play them on. So I, I, I get a hold of a VCR. And I mean, once that happened, it, it was like <laughs> it was kind of I, I don't care about the dead media. I want to go looking for for uh, VHS tapes. That and Betamax tapes. So it's both Betamax and VHS. So that's what kind of started the whole thing. It was it's kind of an addiction, really, of just a personal hobby of mine that I did. It was a rabbit hole, man. I just kept on going in and going in. And I ran out of tapes. So I'd go to estate sales and I was going on eBay and anywhere I can find hand, my hands on on this old content, these old this old magnetic tape. You know what I mean? Now, did did you offer any sexual favors uh, to obtain any of this uh, archive material that you have uh, been gathering? Another question <laughs> real quick. What is your most favorite commercial that you have uh, stumbled upon? Man, I get that a lot. Um, and I, it's, I'm so undecided because it's like asking what, what your favorite movie is. I, the first thing off the top of my head is a Mac tonight. I don't know why. I just have some weird personal connection to Mac tonight, McDonald's, you know, the, the moon the, man, the, the moon man, say. right. Playing the moon. piano. When the clock strikes half past six, babe, time to head for golden lights. It's a good time for a great taste dinner at I scared the hell out of me, Toscano. <laughs> a lot of people got were creeped out by this dude, right? I don't, I don't. For yeah. me, it was great. I, it was, you got the moon, you got the night, you got the piano, you got this jazz, you got this. It, it was great, and then you got, of course, fast food. So I, for some reason, I don't. That's the first thing that always pops in my head, even though it maybe it's not my favorite ad. I know it's not my favorite ad, but it's it's definitely the one that first pops up in my head. Uh, Max Hedrum is a favorite of me and Toscano's. We've talked about that. Oh, that's before. fantastic. And, uh, dude. Max Hedrum kind of tripped me and Toscano out. Uh, his repetitiveness, just the way he looked, it, very creepy. You don't want to wake up next to Max Hedrum. 
No, you no, you don't. Ouch. You remember the first time you tried these games? Space Cadet. But with practice. Captain Galaxy! And when you first tried Coke, I bet you said no, thank you. But hey, hey, hey! Let's try Coke again. Because once you got that new wave taste, you'll want to try it again, again, and again. Practice makes perfect. Catch the wave, the Coke. Yeah, I remember those days. I remember um, we're at my dad's house, and Max Headroom started airing for the first time in the 80s. And uh, my dad would record it. And uh, <laughs> I remember exactly the setup he had. He had this old wooden entertainment system with little built-in shelving and some uh, little cabinet doors in the bottom to put all your tapes. And... Yeah, we would tape the show on VHS. I mean, we had this, you know, your big tube TV with your VCR. And, man, I remember all of it. Yeah, Max Sardin was a trip. At the time, you don't think you like something. And then years later, you end up going, man, I, I, I didn't like it. But now it just brings, it stirs up so many emotions and memories that you end up liking it now. Yeah. Now, you, you say you, you stumbled across uh, VHS and a bunch of different platforms, but what about Beta? Did you actually have these machines at home? Did you have both a VHS, a VCR, and a Betamax, or did you have to buy these uh, from eBay? Yeah, I had to buy those. Um, the Betamax player, I didn't – well, it started off with CED. I was buying CED players off uh, – do y'all know what a CED player or CED no, I, is? No, I was going to ask, what the heck is a CED? I may know it, but not by the acronym. Yeah, so it's it's it's, it's it looks like a laser disc in a plastic case, and you and, and it's a plastic sleeve. And the sleeve you can't really remove the disc. Inside the sleeve is a disc that is is basically a record. So it's, it's like a, a big floppy. Record. Yeah, well, it's it's a like it's like an optical disc, like a laser disc, but. It's it's plastic vinyl. It's like a record, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. It's the same technology, but they figured out how to put video images onto the grooves of a record. Yeah. And so you'd put it in, and it'd be like a laserdisc player, kind of, where it, it plays a movie. And then the quality is pretty shitty. It's like a VHS, right? It, it was still just an amazing, you know, kind of curiosity again. So uh, anyway, long story short. I, I tried getting into that, and those units are very uh, finicky. When you get them shipped, they break because they're basically record players. You get shipped to you in a box, right? So I gave up on that, and then I moved to VHS and Betamax. So I had to get them all off eBay. The first two Betamax players, I, I, both, I got both VHS and Betamax at the same time. was never lucky with Betamax. Uh, VHS machines worked fine. The Betamax ones were always broken when I got them. And it wasn't until I got lucky at a yard sale and I found a Betamax player. I know that once in a while you'll put like uh, commercials from Betamax. I yeah. can tell the better quality from Betamax. It's weird. Oh, but yeah. You can tell that okay. the quality was better from the Betamax. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, Betamax actually, it, it kind of died here in the late 80s and mm-hmm. VHS kind of took over. But in Japan, it ran up until the early 2000s. People were still using Betamax players. But Betamax had advanced in Japan, and there they had this uh, technology called EDV. It was basically, it's like this metal particles on the tape itself, which allowed them to have a better resolution, better audio, better everything. It was like DVD quality. Wow. And so some of my uh, recordings you'll see that are from Japan, actually, were recorded on, uh, you know, late 90s, early 2000s, but mostly late 90s TV in that quality, like DVD quality. So yeah, they were way ahead of VHS. VHS also had uh, HD too, though. They had their Super VHS, and then there's HD VHS. I, th- I think they called it uh, DVHS, if I recall correctly. But it was basically basically full HD VHS tapes. I got married in 1997. My wife got me the trilogy, the Star Wars trilogy on on VHS yeah. on, and it was like you know high definition. You still put those in, and they look fantastic. Yeah, they look pretty good. I mean, surprisingly, yeah, they do. Yeah, you know, I mean, was pretty good too. It's not 4K or that we're so used to, but it still looks pretty darn good. How do you get all these commercials? I mean, it's not like you you sat there when you were a kid recording them all. No, no, no. So I I did have my own tapes. I mean, very small lot, maybe like twenty tapes. I had held on to at my mom's house. You know, hey, you got this stuff in the attic, and my dad had a box too. So I got a hold of those. And uh, and then most of my tapes come from eBay and estate sales. 
send you some of my 80s uh, pornography with some really good. I was going to say, dude, do you have any Swedish porn? I'd love to see some porn. I got it all, brother. On that note, this is this is back to the 80s. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, there's more of Dave's archives with Dave himself here. Welcome, everybody. This is Dr. Love Weapon. And with me to my right hand, your left or my left, your right, whatever, is a man that is like my father, but he's like my child at the same time. He is the ever so lovely Keith. Sweet. Oh, that sounds sweet. <sighs> uh, you know, doctor, it's good to see you. I, uh, I don't know if uh, Tammy told you I was taking some time off from the office. I had to get out to the golf course and uh, I was playing for charity, my own charity. We have a, a letter from Nadine to David. Dear David, I don't think our relationship is going to work out. Don't take this hard, but I think we should just be friends. Maybe another time this will work out. What's so bad about breaking up anyway? Nobody even knows we're going out. Nadine Brass. Oh my, first of all, I would like to say Nadine has the personality of a can of sardines in the 90 degree weather when the can is sitting in the trunk of a car. Uh, second of all, all, my only advice to poor David is there are ways to get over her. Lots of ways. Yes. Prostitution. Maybe. And listening to back, back to the 80s, mm. uh, hosted by Toscano and Chang, could also take some of those uh, uneasy feelings that you may be feeling due to Nadine's coldness. Would you not say so, Doctor? I would say you're absolutely right. You can drown yourself in alcohol. You can drown yourself in your pity and your sorrow in nothing but Marie Callender pies. Deep down inside, we know what you need. You need to go back to the 80s. Doctor, sweet. Oh, that's so sweet. I've got to get back and uh, I've got to go uh, do some more uh, shooting at the driving range. I'll talk to you once I get back to my uh, swaggy new apartment uh, on Melrose. Ah, okay. Well, they're remodeling mine on Melrose as well. So I'm here off of PCH in good old Malibu, uh, overlooking Richard Gere's house. What a disastrous house that is anyway. It's it's all the way to the bottom. Mm. Who wants to live by the water? I overlook the water. I heard he had a life-size habit trail uh, for hamsters there, Apparently his wife is pregnant, so who knows? This has been the Love Hate Doctors. I'm Dr. Love Weapon. And I'm Dr. Keith Sweet. You keep loving and hating, and we'll keep being there for you. Nobody has the movie I want. Hey, if it's on video, Blockbuster probably has it. I mean, we have over 10,000 videos. Wow. I'll watch these fast and have them back tomorrow, I promise. Relax. At Blockbuster, you can keep your videos for three evenings, so take home plenty. And, and use our 24-hour quick drop. Do you have any children's videos? Sure. Blockbuster's America's family video store. You know, we have more kids' videos than any place else. Hey, more movies, more nights, more fun. Blockbuster Video. Ever wish you could go back to the 80s with the crazy clothes and those wacky hairdos? Well, let Toscano and Chang transport you back in time, back to the 80s. We are back. This is Back to the 80s Radio. If you just joined us, with us today is Dave Zamora from Dave's Archives on YouTube. Make sure you go visit his YouTube channel because if you are a true 80s fan, you're going to love commercials now. You used to hate them. I know you did. But today, we love those commercials. And thanks to Dave and Dave's archives, he's bringing those commercials, those memories back. I know that you're wearing a uh, Blockbuster hat right now. So let's talk a little bit about movie rentals and the whole VHS thing back in the 80s with Blockbuster. Although, if I'm not mistaken, I think Blockbuster started like in 85, 86 or something like that. And then the next uh, big competition was uh, Hollywood Video, at least here in, in California, it was. And I think that was like 88, something like that. Were you a supporter of the of the big chains or did you rather go to a mom and pop shop? Yeah, man, I, um, you know, the mom and pops are nice. I always support the mom and pops. But, dude, they had such low inventory. You, yes. You'd never get any new movie. Well, yeah. And yeah. that's what you go for. Right. Right. In most cases. Right. So, um but Blockbuster, they just 
they had too much inventory of the new movies. Correct. I mean, they had an entire 15 foot wall for, you know, you've got Mel or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. New, re- new releases. That right. And that, that was annoying, too. So the stuff, the hard to find stuff I wanted to see, they, they, they probably don't have. I think the best of both worlds was a Hollywood video for me. They paid attention to stalking stuff that you wouldn't find anywhere else. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the, the Sundance stuff, uh, independent stuff, the import mm-hmm. stuff, uh, concerts, things like that. And, yes. uh, you know, you can't get that at Blockbuster. You're just going to own mainstream stuff. After a movie had been out, they had the poster in the store and then they would sell that. I was always the guy that like, hey, I got to give me that poster. You know, and then I they would, would sell it. They, I never yeah, knew they that. Would sell you the movie book. No, dude, wow. they would throw it out in the back at our stores. We would get them for free. Myself in the face and thinking about it, dude, because like they, they, you know, the cut, the cutouts, all the marketing mm-hmm. cutouts and stuff. Oh yeah, dude, they toss in the back when they when they re when they start to you know do their refresh of new stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just wish I had gone back there and just grabbed all that stuff because there is so much stuff these stores threw out. I used to buy uh, movie posters off of them for a dollar, Dave, a dollar. That's badass. You know, and then I would go <laughs> and decorate my garage. Now, you know, the time frame that we're talking about in the late 80s with both franchises, I was already a father. So my experience uh, in the late 80s with uh, renting movies was always wrapped around family. You know what I mean? I had three girls at the time. So yeah. that was that was the weekend. You know what I mean? You just stay home yeah. and watch, you know, movies with the, the wife and the kids. Now, you both do remember going to Hollywood Video, and you could buy soft drinks, snacks, they had popcorn. Fresh popcorn. Fresh popcorn, and there was always a different movie on each screen. So whatever section you were hunting a movie, you could glance up, and you could see a different movie. Hollywood Video, to me, was was top-notch, even the carpet. The carpet yeah. was, I believe, was black with red uh, lines. Yeah, and then it even had their the color scheme was very yeah. strip yeah. print uh, right. on the carpet. I mean, that's classic. I mean, just just so yeah. retro. It, it's everything that uh, is tangible that's going to draw uh, the customer, I think, deeper in. I think if they would have yeah. sold drugs back then, I would have been hooked. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the front counter dude had some good stuff. Man. How do you think I'm I sure got some did. good posters, my friend? I, hey, <laughs> what do you think Chang worked at? <laughs> <laughs> you have to rent a certain video to get the trade going. No, but I'll paint uh, the aerobics. Here we go. Oh, you want you got the aerobics? I see. So, yeah. So, real quick, painting the picture of what uh, what I used to do back in the eighties, like at a Hollywood Video, or even before Hollywood Video, when they started becoming a little bit bigger, right before Hollywood or or uh, even uh, Blockbuster came out, they started getting a little bit bigger. I remember going and. And I know everybody who's from the 80s remembers this experience. You're going because you just found out this new released VHS was there. And as soon as you get there, somebody, because they either opened the door, they took too long, or you had to go back in the car for something. You came out, somebody got in front of you, and they asked for the movie that you wanted. And guess what? Unfortunately, they only had one copy. I was just going to bring that up, Toscano, that you guys remember. A lot of times when they got new releases, they only had so many. So it was first come, first serve. Uh, Then you would have to leave your number at the counter. Then they would call you. Hey, this movie just got uh, back into the store. Can you reserve it? No, you'll have to come and get it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I remember um, what we would do is we didn't do it often. But if you were wanting a new movie, I I would most of the time I would go. It wasn't because of a new movie just coming out. It's usually usually just because I just I, I'm just curious what they have in mm-hmm. the anime section or what they have in the in, in the import section or what have you. I, I would just go through every single freaking row of of the very uncommon things. That that was my thing. But once in a while, I, w- I would you know be looking for a new movie. So in most cases, it's it's, it's always out, right? You go on a Friday night. You're, you don't even go on a Friday night for a new movie. Right. You right. know, it's, it's, it's gone, right? Yeah. It's already gone. But what we would do is we would go by the cashier front desk and we'd wait for people to do the drop off. Sure. And then, oh, yes. Yeah. When the guy has downtime, he'll take the, he'll get his little gun and start scanning the movies that come in. And you just kind of look over and just watch. And yeah. sometimes you get lucky. Sometimes you get lucky. Yeah. But yeah. I think you guys remember the, uh, the sign they had be kind, rewind. rewind. Oh, yeah, man. I have a book of, uh, of stickers that were the same stickers they used for all those uh, tapes. 
and like the, even the classifications like horror, drama, you know, sci-fi, stuff like nice. that. The little round stickers. Yeah. Yeah. It came in this yeah. book. Um, I wish I could recall the name of the book, but in the back, there's these badass high quality stickers, just like the store. Some of them are even distressed. So it look like they have wear from being on the box. It's really right, cool. Right. Right. Nice. I'll let you know what that book is. It's pretty sweet. But yeah, man, stickers were awesome. You'll never forget the stickers. And I did another thing I don't really, I guess it was based on the store. They would use color coding stickers without any text on it at all. Right. right? Depending right. on the genre of the movie or yeah, whether, or, or I think, I used to have a buddy of mine who used to, whose parents used to own a small mom and pop shop, which sucked so bad. That shop was so small, uh, he wouldn't even rent movies there. That's how small it was. Wow. Yeah, they were, and they were always like the number one movie. He's the movie that was always in that store was Multiplicity. Uh, for some oddball reason, Multiplicity uh, was. They probably all, had multiple uh, copies. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. But uh, a thousand copies of this that. fucking movie, Multiplicity. Yeah, <laughs> who knows why? The the point is that <laughs> we have a one movie, Multiplicity. I think sometimes they they used to do that, but they used to do it because of uh, their their financial, you know, for whatever reason, you know, this is the movie that gets rented out the least or the most or something like that. So I don't know what it meant in other yeah. stores. But uh, so certainly our time in the 80s of video renting, I mean, the, it left a mark in us. And yeah, it's oh, for so, sure. Man. It's something that so many many memories, you know, it was just the action of getting out that ritual of leaving your house. You've decided to get off your ass and go to the store, drive to the store three miles or four miles away, however long it is. Walk in. Do your thing. I, I I remember spending like 30, 40 minutes in those in, in, in Hollywood videos sometimes, you know? Well, because it was getting exciting. Lost in all the titles. You know, trying to make mm-hmm. stretch your five dollars that you have for the two movies you're gonna rent the best you can and making the best decision to watch the best movies you can for that evening. And do you guys I, remember how many times how many got, times did either one of you grab uh, so many movies and then you're stuck? And you're looking, no, do I really want this one or should I get oh, this? Oh, yeah, dude. You know, I've got, I've already got five movies and I have to bring them back. And you that would play that, that game in your head. <laughs> yeah. You guys remember doing that. Dude, I, I would never run a movie that had mismatched return dates. Oh, yes. You, know, you never do yes. that. <laughs> but what about when you had to remember even before all of that? Remember when you had to return them the next day? So when video oh, rent too much pressure doing that. Yeah. Yeah, you get stressed. I don't want to be stressed. Right. Yeah. I remember I remember going on weekends to rent movies. We'd rent like five movies, but then for mm-hmm. some reason you'd fall asleep. You'd have to return them the next day by a certain time. And yeah. you didn't watch all of them. And then you were pissed off because you spent yeah. whatever it was on that exactly. rental. Yeah, yeah, those were the value priced ones too. I remember when they started, you know, because it was expensive to rent a movie back then when they first started. It was like it was like four or five, five, six five bucks, five bucks yeah, or five. yeah, exactly. And uh, but then they started, you know, we got to lower the price just for the everyday man. But you got to return it the next day for ninety nine mm-hmm. cents. I'll let you rent it, but you got to return it the next day. Okay, right. Yeah, I'll, I'll just let it go for a couple more days and pay the two dollar fee. <laughs> yeah, that that was just way too much pressure on us. I think uh, back <laughs> it in was, dude. I don't want to be stressed. All freaked out. out. Yeah, it's like, man, the kids didn't go to bed. I got to take three movies back. I didn't watch. I really wanted to watch <laughs> that movie. Yeah. Well, well that's why I'm I, not even going to rewind these damn things. Screw it. I'm just taking that's them right. Back. They had fees if you didn't rewind. Yeah, yeah and, and it started off that? with fifty cents, and then it went up from there. Yeah, yeah. it was it was mm-hmm. crazy. They made it. They made some killing. Uh, and do you remember that it was when you compare it to nowadays? Now, let's not compare the quality because we know the quality is you can't compare the quality. But as far as what that brought to you as far as far as an experience for me, this is my personal opinion. For me, I prefer the the experience over the comfort and convenience of streaming most of the time. And I say most of the time because sometimes, yeah, when if it's a cheesy movie, I'll stream it. I wouldn't waste my gas money to go rent it. But for the experience to go there and to spend time, man, what I wouldn't give for my kids to have that and for oh, us yeah, to movie go to the theater, you know what I mean? To, to, to yeah, go to a video oh, yeah. store, spend some time. It smelled gotcha. like a movie theater, you know? It, you go in there, the yeah. popcorn, the candy, the sodas. Yeah. The and sweaty cashier. The sweaty. No, but sometimes it was a hot. <laughs> sometimes it was a hottie. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, uh, um, sweaty cashier, all coked out and drinking Mountain Dews. Man, like where crazy. the heck did you did you go to rent videos? <laughs> hey, bro, the mildewy, the mildewy uh, smelly carpet. Yeah, no, I don't remember them like that. I remember going like, "Holy man, we're going to go to that that uh, rental house because you know that blockbuster, that Hollywood video has some some uh, cuties in there." Hold that thought. Stick around. More of Dave's archives only here on Back to the Eighties Radio. Mister Gorbachev. Tear down this wall. It certainly is a big bun. It's a very big bun. Big fluffy bun. It's a very big fluffy bun. Where's the beef? Some hamburger places give you a lot less beef on a lot of bun. Where's the beef? At Wendy's, we serve a hamburger we modestly call the single. And Wendy's single has more beef than the Whopper or Big Mac. At Wendy's, you get more beef and less bun. Hey, where's the beef? I don't think there's anybody back there. You want something better. You're Wendy's kind of people. If they were a laxative, they'd be so powerful, you could stand on your head and sh** on the ceiling. That position would not only be unavailing, but also undignified. And now, back to the 80s with Toscano and Chang. We're back here on Back to the 80s Radio. If you just joined us, we have David Zamora from Dave's Archives YouTube channel with us. Let's go back and talk about the commercials. There were a lot of commercials that we really hated. Do you remember a commercial that you really hated back in the 80s? Uh, there's a lot. And, and there's still there's a lot that I still hate, honestly speaking. I, I hate freaking shampoo ads. I I hate uh, Tylenol and cold med- cold medicine. I hate I hated the medicine ads. I hated yeah. them with a passion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they 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 never get they never they'll never be popular. And the makeup ads I don't care for, but I know the ladies they'll they'll reminisce over those. And then there's like the oil commercials, the gas and oil commercials, like come to Meineke or here get your 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 tire changed or use. Uh, you know, golf, golf gasoline to fill up your tank. Those, those were never fun for me either. There's a resurgence of going back to vinyl. There's going back to vinyl. Vi- vinyl. Gotcha, yeah. There's also a resurgence of going back, starting now, going back to cassettes. I know there's a, a company, Tascam in particular, is the one yeah. that's bringing back brand new, high quality uh, cassette decks. When it comes to video, different story, right? Whole different story. It's not like uh, they're going to start making VHS again. I do know that a lot of people are creating their own basement style video rental stores because it just brings back so many good memories. And I hate the comments that I see sometimes. Oh, why would you ever do that when the quality isn't 4K? And I hate those stupid comments because that's not why they're doing it. Those are those are um, young, young kid comments. Um, I don't think they obviously don't get it when they get old. They'll get it. That's the millennial group. No, even yeah. younger than that. Well, actually, the millennials are getting into 2000s nostalgia stuff with with video. Actually, I, my my sister and her husband they're they're millennials. They're in their um they're in the, thir- the early 30s now. They're always asking, "When are you going to do 2000 stuff?" That's what I want to see. I want to see the 2000 stuff. You know, <laughs> but it's it's I think it's the younger ones who starts. You know, they start saying, "Hey, why don't you? This should be HD. Why you have it in the square box?" Yeah. yeah. And then and then you have guys like me saying, dude, don't stretch it out, put it in a square box. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. It, Where it it's belongs. Funny. We're we're talking about the age groups. What was your favorite anime movie of the 80s? Toscano, the same question to you. Okay, that's a good question. Damn, I want to say Akira, but I I liked Akira not for the story, but for how um how different it was. You know, the mm-hmm. the, the animation and the storyline was just I didn't even get it. I never got it. I still don't get it. But I think my favorite movie, my personal favorite was Dark City. Um, if you haven't watched Dark City, it's a pretty wicked, wicked movie. It's uh, or maybe it's called Wicked City. And I think it's called Dark City. But uh, it, it, it's pretty damn freaky. It is. It's a freaky, beautiful done anime where you have these demon people. <laughs> Let's just put it this way. The, the main character starts to have sex with this girl. He thinks he's a prostitute or, I don't know, some lady who's hitting on whatever. But in the middle of, of their of their little thing that they're doing there, their, their fun time, she busts out with a vagina-shaped cavern ripping out through her chest. And then she sprouts out spider legs and holds them in place so that she can devour him through her vagina-shaped 
crevice running down down her belly. And this wow, is that describes my ex wife. <laughs> <laughs> and this is an eighties flick. So yeah, this it's, I think it's called Wicked City or Dark City. I, I, I'm I'm really bad with names. If you watch the show, I, I I'm I'm horrible with names. But uh, it it is definitely one of my favorite uh, movies um, and uh, movies. Now anime shows are a little different. I have mm-hmm. a couple that are my favorite. Now the movie you're talking about. And then I got to get your answer, Tiscano. It was very similar. My favorite was Heavy Metal. Columbia Pictures presents Heavy Metal. A trip beyond the future to a universe you've never seen before. A universe of mystery. A universe of passionate fantasies. A universe of terrifying evil. A universe of magic. Heavy Metal. Heavy Metal, a step beyond science fiction. Not only because I dug the music, but uh, the artistry was like fantastic, fabulous, so lifelike, but yet so the content was so adult and so rated R, but you just couldn't look away from it. And if you you look at that, if you watch that movie, it jumped around a lot. It was like, I need to do more drugs so I can understand what the freaking heck I'm watching here. But that movie is similar to the movie that you just brought up. Yeah. Well, look, uh, I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but uh, yeah, I am. I never watched anime when I was a kid. Let me put it this way. Whenever Voltron used to come out and that's the I used to change the channel. Oh, shoot. There goes that anime style. Click, 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 click. Shut up, dude. Seriously. Anime style was the best. Okay. I mean, if you compare it to the American (laughs) cartoons. It might have been great. It might have been fantastic. You count the frames on the American cartoons. You could literally count the frames on the American cartoons. That's what made it fun. No. So here's here's the way I looked at it. To me, anything that was anime, and it's funny because I had friends who were all into anime. They even bought the anime comic books. And then I had a cousin who used to draw uh, anime and i always used to look at her and go you know what you're no no these big old ginormous eyes and everything and they the had same. nudity and How all you not like yeah, that well, as a teenager well, i did a young but kid. i i i watched the real thing <laughs> yeah what's the real thing remember when it was suncoast video yes absolutely inside yes. the malls every mall had a suncoast yeah or a big one so they every mall yeah carried anime that you could actually buy on on vhs i remember this stuff too yeah i remember they had the adult mm-hmm. anime and they had it like over 18 or something like that. It said little stickers on them. Oh, and, for, yeah, adults only stuff. Yeah. 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 Basically, Wick, well, Wicked City or Dark I can't, I wish I could remember the damn name. Now, remember, this all started with music also with uh, the ever so hideous uh, Tipper Gore. We should have listened to her husband. Mother would, Earth would be a little bit safer. But remember, she started a lot of this on the material we listened to or the material that they couldn't control while watching. I think with the renting of movies and Tipper Core's big mouth kind of started killing a lot of free enterprise. The movie houses were not as important. The, the drive-ins were not as significant before. Uh you know, people try to look for other means of ways to get their music rather than go flash an ID card if they wanted to buy something from the priest. I mean, so it, it's great. I like the way that you brought that up, but I think that kind of coincides with each other, uh, the way that we had to start putting labels on what is proper and what is not proper. Yeah. And, you know, anime back then, it wasn't uh, a lot of it was I mean, it was rated R, maybe rated double R for some of those things. Yes. Uh, but a lot of times there would be no American rating on because it was a Japanese import. Yeah. And it would say um, mature content. Yeah. And that was it. So the parents were like, OK, whatever. Parents would have no idea because they, they would see know. it. They were, oh, it's a cartoon. Yeah, what could, what bad can come out out of a cartoon? Well, lo, little do they know that it little could be Timmy's a, having sex with an octopus. That it could be a lot worse than the <laughs> real thing. Yeah. So you have seventies, eighties, and nineties. Are you going to start bringing in the two thousands and so on? Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of ramping up. I, I have a good inventory of tapes. So today, I actually was transferring material from a, a TiVo series to DVR that had material from 2004 to 2008 on it. 
And it's a trip watching that because even that is, even for me, I'm 46, that was still nostalgic. I was like, oh my God, that company doesn't even exist anymore. Half the websites yeah. for these, these commercials, they're not there. Cause what I'll do is these weird kind of defunct commercials. They're like, dude, I've never heard of that. I'll look it up online. A website cannot be found, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So it's, it's really cool. There's, there's a lot of good material and you'll find that in the 2000, from 2000 to 2008, Ish, a lot of ads were just doing this normal recipe and and bit of of selling their product. Whereas now, everybody has to be sarcastic, clever, and just following this today's trend type material, right? right. Yeah, and and it's it. Commercials today are not fun at all, I and mean, they really aren't. Maybe maybe kids who are ten years old today. We'll go, oh, I remember this and find it, find it nostalgic. I don't know how in the hell they will because it's, it's boring as shit and half of it's half of it is insurance and medications. And plus but, the kids um, don't even watch yeah, or pretty Viagra. much. Plus yeah, kids don't even to. watch commercials today. Uh, they yeah, literally no one wants to watch an hour worth of freaking prescription medication. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Insurance bullshit. It's, especially if it's a one minute. It reminds you of getting old and getting sick. Yeah, exactly. And, and especially uh, so if that one I don't minute. Think this is going to last that long, the whole retro commercial thing in another 20 years. Yeah. It's only going to go for, as far as 2010, and maybe that's it, unless we change our ways. But uh, it, I mean, they, I mean we'd only, we, today we only sell a certain small demographic of product, whereas back then everybody, was, everybody had a commercial for everything. You know what I mean? But yeah, these DVRs, they have a lot of good footage. The cool thing about DVRs is you'll have 40 hours of footage on a box that cost me on eBay maybe $20, $25. And that was a lot cheaper compared to what I'm paying now if I go out and try to buy VHS tapes with good footage on it. Yeah. And a VCR is so expensive right now if you get a good one. Dude, keeping them maintained and having a VCR that has certain outputs so that you get the best quality possible, which is really important to me. That's one of the reasons why I started my channel too, is because I'll, there's only a small handful of people who are uploading commercials at the time. I think literally maybe one that I knew of, because when I went started down, when I started uploading, I thought it was a great way for me to freely cloud store my, my material and up in the cloud. Right. 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 It, it was, I don't have a bunch of hard drives. I'm poor. This is a free way for me to save my stuff online. I don't care if anyone cares that they like it or not. This is for me. At the time, there's only like one I knew of other person that was doing it. Things are going to be changing soon, I think. But yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get as much 2000s material as possible. It's become what more lazier. Would both, either of you agree on that? I, I, the yeah. way that we go about to getting our moving and like, like Toscano pointed out, streaming. To me, I'm 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 just with, I'm with my partner all the way on the back seat on this one. It's streaming is the lazy man and just the you've lost that kind of desire, the hunt with streaming as you did when, you know, when we would go out and look for these movies. It's same thing when we would go to a movie house or a drive in that feeling of excitement, that energy making an evening of your evening going to go get something to take home to watch or to go watch in a movie house. Uh, all that's gone with streaming. I mean, I mean, how many times you say, Hey honey, let's go grab a bite to eat. Then we'll come home and stream. No, let's get a pizza. delivered. <laughs> I'm not yeah. getting out of my sweats and we're going to chill. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's so yeah. boring and lazy nowadays, gentlemen. Yeah. It's kind of human nature. You know, it's, it's, we are a, a breed of, of species that, uh, pride ourselves in, in making things convenient you know mm-hmm. it's all about convenience you remember the movie wally yeah for example yeah yeah we're it's like humans were but as a, a farm of chickens sucking food out of a tube <laughs> sitting in a chair because they can't walk yeah. anymore right it's convenience yeah. you so. know our one of our shows a few weeks ago we talked about this and i mentioned how we have exchanged our experience that that great experience that we had in memories for convenience. Now, don't get us wrong. We love convenience up to a certain point. Convenience is what allows us to make these shows. Convenience is what it allows uh, uh, new producers to start producing from their home. We didn't have the ability to have uh, uh, professional recording studios in our home before. Now, I'm of the idea that just because something is convenient and possible doesn't mean it should be invented or made. You know what I mean? Because of those same facts, you you lose something. I was reading tonight an article 
on movie theaters and how much they've lost since the advent of now Netflix and other streaming services adding the new release movies directly to their platforms. Although at the movie the-, the movie companies, yes, they're making at some points even more money, but who's losing out on the overall experience? We are. Yeah. I'm a victim of that too, but dude, I have a story, a little story. So, you know, the Batman, the new movie that came out yeah. a couple a month oh, and a half ago. Bring this up. So it's coming out on HBO Max in like four or five days. Ah. And I decided to not go to the theater and watch it. Oh no, so you gotta I go see it at the theater. In the at the in the convenience of my own home, <laughs> in the comfort of my own home, in my own space. Now the, the thing that I have the I have some reasons for that. One I, I seem to never get lucky at theaters. I'm sitting next to somebody who has like a 10 inch arm and uh, well, maybe sure a, it's a five foot sized arm and, <laughs> and, and, and has a screaming baby. So I, that's one thing I always try to avoid because when I watch a movie that I, if it's a movie I didn't care about, I, I wouldn't care. But if it's a movie that I'm like serious about, like the Batman, I want to watch it in my own privacy. I want the wife to be at work still. I want to seriously just, put all my personal time and focus on the movie. Right. And, and I, I'm in my own space. No one can say anything or tell me anything and go downstairs, get a bite. Right. That's just me though. But yeah, I, I'm a kind of victim of that, man. It's like, it's a convenience and um, the accessibility of, of being able to stream it on, on, on my television down upstairs by myself alone in the dark with the curtains closed. <laughs> I took my kids to see the movie, the Batman at the theater so glad. Did you? Uh, yeah. We, and I said, you know what? I wasn't even in the mood to see the movie. And the reason I was there is because what? they really wanted to see it. But I'm so glad I did. That's all I'm going to tell you. I am so glad I went to the movies. And well, when, yeah. When you have kids, it's different. I don't have kids. Uh, but uh, I know both of you are parents. But uh, yeah, for me, it's a little different uh, for sure. I, I, I totally get it. You know, the, the last time I went to move, I watched a movie. It was no, it was a, it was a Marvel movie. I was super excited about. I went I, and I was going. I went with a, a group of friends, and I had this guy next to me. He was it was a group of the friends, and I've, I've never watched a movie with all these friends together. And this guy next to me, who's usually a, a, a very kind of quiet, you know, not loud person, he was laughing at every freaking sentence even parts that weren't funny he would be like <laughs> like that literally right next and a foot away from my ear and i was so pissed i was pumping my fist tap the time yeah i i wanted to go in a, a few seats ahead of me where no one was occupying a seat it was it was a nightmare man and i think that's what kind of pushed me over the edge about theaters is that it's kind of a mixed bag. I, I love the idea of going to this big ass reclining leather seat with cup holders and getting my nachos, getting my hot dog, getting my pickle and popcorn and, and, and a, a massive 10 foot tall soda and enjoying myself. But it's it's kind of a mixed bag. You never know what, you, what or who you're going to sit next to. This dude was, I don't know if this dude was on his meds overdose that time or what, dude, but he, <laughs> I love you. Fuck. You know, dude, like what the what are you laughing? <laughs> I don't what the what's wrong with you? But I, I you know, I was trying to be the nice guy. I just I sucked it all in. Embrace the suck, as they say. When we go to the movies, we always get that one annoying person. Usually it's a woman. Yeah. And I'm sorry to say this, ladies, but it's usually a woman or a young guy. Okay. Yeah. Make or yeah. an older woman or a young guy that bring out their phone. And in a theater, it doesn't oh. look like a phone. It looks like they opened up. A laptop, right? It's a lantern, so a camping lamp. Right. So what I what I what I gently do without even saying a word is I kind of flick popcorn at their screen. Shut up. I do. I always and I, I will you kindly flick a popcorn. I kindly kernel. just flick one little <laughs> kernel at their screen and they look back and I say, Oh, I'm sorry, was that bothering you? If they don't yeah, get it, I'll throw another popcorn. Oh, I'm sorry. Turn it off or the bucket's on your head. Yeah. I I'm gonna. I, I used to like to go to movie theaters with uh, my with my buddy, uh, my brother, uh, Big Al, because uh, he was very animated. You know, everybody gets mad when they go to a black theater, and I would always say, "Hey, Al, let's just go to the movies just to fuck with people." 
you know, and then he would do the typical thing. Oh, no, man. Oh, man. Don't open that door. Don't open that door. Oh, damn. You got to open that door. <laughs> I just sit there and just laugh to myself. Oh, yeah. I couldn't go to the movies with anybody just like because that. Because I knew yeah. it would upset people. Nowadays, what? It's almost $100 to go watch a movie uh, with the yeah. snacks. Uh, the the fee to get in. Well, you got to think uh, if we're we're a family soft drinks. We're and- a family of four, right? And each ticket is about seventeen dollars to get into the theater. So you do right. the math there. Plus you're Shut paying up. twenty. Is that much now? Yeah. Plus you're paying twenty two dollars for a large popcorn and a large drink. Oh yes, great. You get refills. So it can get up way up there uh, in a hundred dollars. But we have a couple of theaters here in Orange County in a city of Anaheim Hills where every Sunday uh, theater's only $5. And it's the same theater that they show the mm-hmm. latest movies, but every Sunday it's five bucks. Does it get full? Yeah. Wow. One thing that chaps my hide is the fact that now you got to reserve your seats. Now there's reserved seating. Is that how it is over there what? where you're at, Dave? Oh yeah. Everywhere. I, hate that. I, yeah. Mean, I actually like that because Oh, I, um, I go to the theaters and off times. I, I never go on prime times. I never go on Fridays or Saturday nights. I'll go. It's either on the crack. It's a, it's a crack of the morning when they first open up 10 or 11 a.m. Um, or I'll go on an off day, like on a Tuesday or a Wednesday or a Monday. When And I always get, I'm not going to say I get lucky. It's just the way it is. People don't care to watch movies during working hours. And that's where I, I get to pick my, I get, I, I always pick the most center perfect spot and I know exactly where to go in each theater. Yeah. Uh, um, but I don't, I don't mind that. Uh, I think it's, it's, it's better than fighting, having to fight a seat with some big burly dude. <laughs> some, some long haired goatee wearing guy, you know, wearing a, wearing a Bruce Lee suit. Yeah. Can, can you imagine movie, though, going to the theater <laughs> and then, the only seat available, even even though you got there early, and the only seat available is in the very far left side in the corner. In the front, way in the, the front. The is off, <laughs> and you got screaming babies and nah, shit like no, that. See, that's no. that's what I don't like. I will I will not go if I if I cannot pick my spot now. I agree. Well, yeah, Dave, it's I been agree. an awesome moment that we got to share with you. Uh, tell everybody where they can get in contact with you if they have some videotapes that they'd like you to show and also the name of your channel. Yeah, for sure. So my channel name is Dave's Archives. Uh, You can Google it or you can go to YouTube and find it. I'm the only one there with Dave's Archives. Or you can, uh, the easier way is just uh, type in www.davesarchives.com and it'll redirect uh, to my YouTube channel. So yeah. And uh, if you want to send me tapes, I'm always open to receiving anything you want to donate, even if it's family stuff you want to see, um, whatever you want, just send me. I'll, I'll be glad to share it out on my channel. Uh, the address is in the about section of my channel. So please Sweet. send me your stuff. I'd love to share it out. Sweet. Hey, before we go, two questions. If you can, if you can boil it down to just one choice, favorite movie and favorite song of the 80s, what would it be? If you can. Uh, favorite movie of the eighties. Um, I gotta say is probably, you know, it's, it's, it's a very mainstream movie and, but I absolutely love it. I know I can watch it over and over again. Um, breakfast club. Okay. Ah, great choice. Uh, John Farnham. He, um, made, uh, he, he had a few songs on the soundtrack of the movie rad, which was a, freestyle BMX movie back in the eighties. And uh, John Farnham had some fantastic, fantastic songs in that album. Check out rad, check out Dave's archives, Dave. Thanks man for taking the time. Thanks for being here on back to the eighties radio. Thanks so much guys. Really enjoyed it. Would love to come back. Oh, you're, you're going to be back. We're going to, we're going to hold you down to contract right now. A big chance, Dave, You, you hang tight, man.
can't wear a spandex jumpsuit, what can you do? This is Back, back to the 80s. Hey, thanks for joining us here on Back to the 80s Radio. That was Dave Zamora from Dave's Archives. If you get a chance, definitely go visit Dave's Archives on YouTube. There's tons of great, great 80s commercials there for the nostalgia in all of us. you got to remember how much we hated commercials, and we talked about that during the interview, and how much we enjoy them now because it brings so many memories. You know what? You nailed it on the head. As, as, as a young guy, I hated commercials because it just it took away from the music. It took away from the jock. Heck, even on TV, you were so into a show. And then here comes commercials. And it's like, really? Do I need to see something about macaroni and cheese? Do I, do I need to see anything about toilet paper? You know, I want to find out what's cracking right here on my show. When we would, I would watch Monday Night Football. You know what I mean? The game would get intense, and you know they got to call those timeouts because you have to break for station identification and a word from our sponsor. So I really hated it, just like all of us did. But the thing is, I appreciate them now because I am more of the consumer. I've been a dad. I'm a bit older. Uh, we're doing radio, so sponsorship means revenue for the program. So please, we love soda pop. We'll eat macaroni and cheese. We'll use every type of toilet paper. We'll use every type of medication product. that you can offer. <laughs> Whatever you got, <laughs> we will endorse 100%. So I understand. But then the thing that does get me, what Dave's doing is incredible because it it takes us back out of that bored mode. Oh, man, I hate this commercial. How boring. But it makes you laugh because, man, I remember this commercial. I hated this commercial. Or, man, this commercial's funny. So it takes us back on, on the yellow brick road to our memory. But instead of boring the crap and shit out of us back in the 80s, we're finding ourselves, we love it. Like I said, my wife uh, really likes to look at uh, a lot of Dave's stuff because she likes to sit back and reminisce and remember you know, the good old times. Especially when you start to think, and here come those certain commercials that really touch that soft spot in our heart that has something to do with either children or with our own teenage years or maybe a relationship we had and a certain bit of music from that commercial brings back memories, right, a right. certain area where that commercial was filmed. Like we were watching uh, on Dave's channel and I forgot what toy it was and it came out, man, and you know, me and my wife, start talking about the girls and <laughs> I don't want to get emotional. You already told you earlier. I watched a very emotional documentary today. Put me in uh, push in the emotional but, uh, mood. Yeah. Yeah. So we're watching this commercial, man. And we're remembering, you know, Barbie, you know, we remember, remember buying that, uh, that beach house and, and that van. And, you know, I started making jokes. I started saying, man, I used to hate walking around on the weekends in the house sometimes. And those freaking Barbie shoes that they didn't pick up on the on the shag rug would step <laughs> me in the foot. And I'm kind of, you know, trying to make you're, myself a mixed drink. And I'm cussing at you're cursing cussing, the girls wake up. That's you're, what daddy you're, cussing about. You're cussing at Barbie and, and her shoes. <laughs> and you're reminding everybody of their generation. Yeah, I mean. Oh, yeah, man. You know, I believe it I, was those things that formed a generation of who we ended up being today. Oh, and I, totally I can't agree. be I can't be thankful enough and just appreciative that I was born during the seventies, you know, seventy two. I so I part of my growing up was in the seventies and I had all my teenage yeah. years during the during the eighties. And man, what a time. The decade that changed so many different things uh, around us. That's exactly right. And you always say this, and I agree 100%. The 80s was the soundtrack of our life. And on that note, I want to thank you guys for listening. I appreciate every single one of you, even the thumbs down. Thank you, guys. And I want to encourage you guys that if you have a topic that you'd like us to discuss here, go ahead and write us at back, the number two, 80sradio at gmail.com. That's back to the 80sradio at gmail.com. You can go visit us at khits925.com as well. We have our 80s uh, radio station that's on 24 hours a day. And you can also hear the Back to the 80s radio show through that as well. It's one of the tabs on there. So on behalf of myself, Toscano, have a great week. Be safe. Watch each other's back all the time. And keep it 80s all the time. Uh, all my little funky monkeys, before I release you to another Changtastic Weekend, I want you all to remember to stay lifted and gifted. Uh, stand up tall for yourselves and better more stand up for somebody that can't stand up for themselves. 
I want you to continue to keep kicking ass and taking names. Remember, no matter what you are, who you are, you count. And check me out on Saturday. That's right. I'll only be on Saturday night at K Hits 925 where you can bang with a Chang. Try to get me in Toscano some requests. Uh, try to keep it within the 80s music vibe. You know what I'm talking about, cats. So you guys go have a good night. You guys have a great weekend. And until next Friday, when we come back and absorb your mind with more chaotic nostalgic stupidity toscano and i will be in our fiero next weekend oh that's right so we're gonna have more stories for you so i bid you all an adios arrivederci hasta la vista hasta mañana hasta luego sayonara bon voyage and to all the homies in the barrio orale take me back to the glory days